great. How are you? I'm great because today is Halloween. Our favorite holiday. Is it your favorite holiday? It should be. Dear listener. Actually, you know what? You know what my actual favorite holiday is? Earth Day. Yeah. <laughs> Did I tell you that? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Three things you should know about me. My favorite holiday is Earth Day. Uh, That's it. <laughs> I couldn't think of that. two other things. My favorite's Halloween, for sure. I do love Halloween, but it, that felt like such a basic bitch answer. Oh, like, so you changed it? Well, okay, so I think it was in uh, high school. Uh-huh. I was in journalism, which you were not. But every month, whenever we came out with a new paper, they did this really fun thing, like, get to know the staff. And they'd ask us a question, mm-hmm. and we'd do an answer, and it was like, can we said this, right? And so one of the months was like, what was your favorite holiday? And mine was Earth Day. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Christina's was... Arbor Day or something else like totally <laughs> random. Leif Erikson Day. And then, <laughs> and then it just stuck. That's funny. And you know what? We got my dog Fuji on Earth Day. Oh, you're an Earth Day baby. We adopted him that day, so that has become his birthday. Aww. So every year on Earth Day, we get to celebrate Fuji. What a sweet baby. Isn't that sweet? Sweet baby. He's sitting right here next to us. He had a long day. He did. We had a friend over earlier, a mutual friend from uh-huh. middle school. Yeah. We will refrain from stating her name because <laughs> I want to, t- I desperately want to tell the hot goss about her story at the moment. Oh, water yeah. Park. <laughs> I really think that story needs to be told. It was such a fun story. So she told us that she has hemorrhoids mm-hmm. in her bum and she went down a slide at the water park. And it was one of those really straight slides that you go down really, really fast. Mm -hmm. And then at the bottom, it's like, right? And then she said, because of the way that she went down and the water, it, like, pushed a lot of water up her butt. (laughs) And that she had to immediately run to the toilet (laughs) and squeeze out all the water and some blood came out so gross <laughs> and then i said it was like having an involuntary bidet <laughs> with communal bath water <laughs> and then i said that would be the title of this episode so hello you're welcome <laughs> you clicked on this yeah that's your fault you can't blame that on me or our friend you chose it you chose this life <laughs> <laughs> you chose to listen <laughs> So, happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. <laughs> Think I, about that tonight. I hope you're not um, bidaying with uh, communal bath water. Yeah, please don't be. Or anything but the water that is in your toilet. Like, yeah. the clean water from the back of your toilet. Is there anything else you should bidet with? No. What if you bidet with, like, holy water? Oh, you could do that. Just, like, cleanse Yeah. the spirit of your butt. Ooh, we should try that. <laughs> we should sell that. <laughs> so rude <laughs> <laughs> all right so we had a very long night of uh, oh, yeah. drinking and playing card games i'm and, exhausted and we're just really excited to bring you this bonus episode hell yeah uh we are unholy gossip girls i'm casey i'm faye and we are two girls gossiping about all things unholy welcome and this is our day this Hall- is our day hello freaking ween we have the most power on this day <laughs> So we're bringing you this really fun bonus episode where we're both going to tell a story for the first time ever. Yeah. So, I guess... Buckle up, buttercup. <laughs> Do you have any hot gauze? Um, no. I mean, we just spilled some. We, yeah. <laughs> we spilled the important hot gauze. I couldn't even wait <laughs> for the hot gauze section. <laughs> uh, um, no, I'm just tired. I've been what? sick. What are you going to be doing on this day? On Halloween? Mm-hmm. I am getting frozen yogurt with my friend. Is your friend, like, super pretty? And She's, nice? like, so cool. <laughs> yeah, we're going to Manchies. <laughs> <laughs> I have a football game in the daytime. 
awful. I know. Do the football people get to dress up? Can you imagine, like, one of those people with the inflatable T-Rex That would be sick. Costumes, like, go long! And they have those tiny little arms, and it's like... <laughs> I would love that. I would watch the shit out yeah. of the football game in costume. That would be so much better. Ugh. It would be tolerable. Yeah. That's just unfair. Why would they do that to I don't children? Know. It's, it's a Saturday. Weird. I know. Why would they make them school on a Saturday? So unfair. And it's senior night. Ugh. So we have to like make a big deal about it. Mm. What is senior night? They celebrate seniors. Why? Because they're seniors. But it's October. I know. They got like don't you celebrate seniors like towards the end of the year? Well, it's like for the football players. Because mm. it's like their season. Oh, right, because you said football is only the first half of the year. Yeah. Okay, okay. 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 I understand. Um, what are you drinking? I'm drinking Strawberry Lemonade Truly. Truly. Sponsor us. We love you. What are you drinking? I'm drinking the very last bit of my box wine. (laughs) (laughs) I've had, I think this is my fourth glass (laughs) of wine. We've been drinking all night, so we're kind of a lot We've been today. drinking, what time is it? We've been drinking for like six hours. <laughs> Maybe we should do this every time. Let's drink for six hours pre-game. Pre-game. <laughs> and then record. God. I'm so tired. Okay. I'm not. I'm like ready to go party, but like, <laughs> not really. Stop slapping yourself. I'm trying to wake up. <laughs> Okay, uh, but we can't go party because it's COVID. Oh, yeah, COVID. Thanks a lot. But also, like, every time we did go party before COVID, I always got really tired at, like, 11. Oh, yeah. So I always used to get those Irish coffees. Mm-hmm. Not because they're delicious, but they are. But yeah. mostly because coffee. Yeah. So it was, like, coffee and drunk. Coffee drunk. Coffee drunk. I'm into that. Me too. It's like a fancy bitch way to drink a Four loco. <laughs> I prefer the Four loco. Have you had a Four loco? Yeah. Oh my god, that is so trashy. That I is know. like straight up high school trash. I love it. Did you ever drink 40s? Yeah. Oh my god. They were so nasty by the end of them. They really were. It was warm, spit beer. Yeah, yeah. Ew. We used to take like a couple 40s per person and then climb up, hike up to the third tunnel at... Um, Gold Camp? Gold Camp Road, yeah. Uh-huh. So the third tunnel is caved in at Gold Camp Road, if you aren't aware. Which is a spooky, supposedly haunted tunnel. We could, you know what we should do one night, is hike up there and we record should. in the third tunnel. I haven't been there since high school. I have not been there since I was like 16. I went a couple years ago. I know we went there with Taylor, but we didn't go to the third tunnel. We Were you there that one time we went with some random girl and she was like, altitude sickness like partway through we had to turn around and go back no i went with you one time it was you me and tay and he stopped at the second tunnel turned off his lights and you and me sat on the road (laughs) we laid down i have a picture of that yeah and then we did not hike up to the third tunnel and then we went to that guy cameron's house oh yeah yeah that was that night. We should totally go to the third one. We should totally go there. But anyway, the, like, spooky backstory behind that is, I don't even know if it's real. It's not. I don't think it is. Pretend it is. Pretend it is. But the, the backstory is that a bus load full of children were in a, a bus, a school <laughs> bus, and the cave, the third cave collapsed on them, killing everybody. Yeah. And so that cave is closed off. So whenever you drive up to Gold Camp, you go through two caves or, like, tunnels, Mm -hmm. and then you drive through, and then you go to this parking lot, and then you can hike up to the third tunnel, and there's all these bars barring it off, but whenever I was 16 uh, years ago, (laughs) I, we used to be able to, like, shimmy. Oh, you still can. Oh, you still can? Yeah. Okay, so you can get into the third tunnel, and we used to go in there with our 40s. We used to hike all that way, drink, like, two 40s a person. No lie. <laughs> and then just be hammered and then, like, make our way back. Wow. No DD, because that <laughs> didn't exist in your teenage years. Yeah. I don't know how we got home. Maybe we crawled there. <laughs> I crawled there. It was wild. Anyway, maybe we should go there. We should. It'd be fun. Bring be, 40s. Be respond. Oh, God, no. <laughs> 
I would bring, you know what I'd rather do is bring a box of wine. <laughs> that would be fun. It's like the classy bitch way. You know what we should do? We should go, we should bring a Ouija board. <gasps> that is spooky. That would be so I would fun, be though. so scared. It'd be so fun though. Oh my god. We could Paris Hilton it and record it in night vision. Yeah. <laughs> What's Paris Hilton it? Oh my god. <laughs> okay, well. Happy sensual Saturdays. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've had way too much to drink. Okay. Um, I'm going to tell you the story about Casper. Ooh. The yeah. friendly ghost? The friendly ghost. How cute. All right. His first appearance. Let me take a drink. Clink. Clink. His first appearance as a cartoon was in 1945. Harvey Carmet Comics started writing Casper Comics in 1952. Fun fact! <gasps> I've only got two, I think. <laughs> Fun fact number one. Early Casper depictions showed him living by his gravestone, Aww. suggesting that he was certainly once a living boy. Poor little boy. However... This depiction was later altered, thinking that the death of a child was too macabre for a cartoon about a friendly ghost. Harvey Comics decided to portray ghosts as just another supernatural creature, giving Casper parents, stating that Casper was just a ghost because his parents were already ghosts whenever Aww. they got married. How cute. Yeah, his ghost parents made a little ghost baby. How precious. So we all love the 1995 movie Casper the Friendly Ghost, starring Christina Ricci and Bill Pullman, but the story behind the character is actually sad. Oh no. I started watching it today, but I ran out of time, so I only watched half of it. The movie? Yeah, oh. because we had to start drinking really oh, yeah. early today. We did. <laughs> I got home and like very quickly drew on my eyebrows. I had, like, one done, and my doorbell rang. Really? And I was like, fuck. <laughs> so I, like, quickly scribbled the other one on. Because even though I really don't care about my appearance, for some reason, I care about having eyebrows. Oh, yeah. I'm like, I'm okay with, like, no makeup, fucked up hair, pit stains, <laughs> unshaven legs, but I want to have eyebrows <laughs> in front of our mutual friend. Yeah. Does that make sense? No. No. No, not at all. Does it matter? No. No. <laughs> I wear no eyebrows around you all the time. I'm special. Does it Does it make a difference? I feel like it makes a difference in, like, my expression. Oh, yeah, you can see expressions better. Yeah, I can be like, excuse me? <laughs> it just doesn't have the effect without eyebrows. <laughs> oh, for those of you who don't know me... I'm super ginger, yeah. and I have blonde eyebrows. <laughs> I'm not a goth girl who shaves her eyebrows, which <laughs> would be fine, too. Yeah. No judgment. That's me. I'm that one. <laughs> I just have to color them in, because they're completely translucent. <laughs> Whatever. All right, so the background. Mm. So Casper's mom passed away giving birth, leaving him to be raised by his father. Apparently, his father was a pleasant and even doting man and tried to make his son happy. Oh. Casper begged his father for a sled, so naturally his father got him one and allowed him to go sledding all day long. Unfortunately, Casper contracted pneumonia. Oh no. And died. Oh. Instead of moving on to the afterlife, he stuck around, not wanting his father to be alone. This prompted his father to try to he tried to build an artificial body that Casper's ghost could inhabit. Unfortunately, he was taken to an insane asylum before he could test the contraption and was never seen again. Oh, no. So this was the backstory of one website. <laughs> the one website that said Casper was based on a true story was this story. Uh-huh. 
and no other website said that. <laughs> so, like, I try. I thought, for some reason, I thought Casper was based on a true story uh-huh. for so long. I don't know why. Maybe somebody told me that. And whenever I started researching it, it was only on this one website. That's weird. So all the other websites were like, nah, that shit is made up. <laughs> so I'm just going to tell you some other stories. Okay. From some of the different um, media Casper was in. So, The Friendly Ghost, the first cartoon, it was called The Friendly Ghost. The first cartoon to feature Casper rele- was released by Paramount in 1945. Casper is a cute, cute, oh my lord, I'm so drunk. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. Let me do a book report after four glasses of wine. <laughs> so hard. Uh, I feel like the last episode, doing the nine levels of hell, is so drunk too. Okay. Casper is a cute ghost child with a New York accent who prefers making friends with people instead of scaring them. Aww. Casper used to scare people, but got tired of it. Yeah, like you do. Like you do. He runs away from home and goes out to make friends. However, the animals he meets take one horrified look at him and run off in the other direction. Aww. Because he's a spooky ghost. He's a giant head. (laughs) Distraught. Okay. Are you ready? (laughs) Yeah. Really fucking sad. Distraught, Casper unsuccessfully attempts to commit suicide by laying himself down on a railway track before an oncoming train. Isn't he a ghost? He's a ghost. He like forgets he's already dead. Oh my god. But he's so depressed that he tries to kill himself again. Jesus. And he lit. And this is in a cartoon. Oh my god. For children. Children. Because they didn't make adult cartoons back then. That's why children are so messed up. <sighs> um, he meets two little children named Bonnie and Johnny, and they become friends. Aww. And then the story goes on. They live happily ever after. <clears throat> are you ready for... Okay, one more story. This is called The Saddest <gasps> Story. I'm not ready. Sadder than him trying to commit suicide. Jesus. On train tracks. At least in my opinion. You can let me know. Okay. Because I think this is sadder. So there is a movie called There's Good Booze Tonight. Have you heard of it? Mm Mm-mm. Okay. It's a 1948 animated short. So the story starts off with Casper by his grave and some other ghosts are trying to get him to go scaring with them. He instead decides to try to make some friends. He scares off a bunch of different animals and ends up crying by a river. Like he's super sad. And then he looks across the river and he sees this fox. And the fox doesn't run away. So the Casper and the fox quickly bond and he names the fox Ferdy and considers him to be his best friend. Aww. They are playing hide and seek and while Ferdy is hiding, a hunter and his two hunting dogs come and try to kill Ferdy. They start shooting at Ferdy and Casper hears it and tries to come and scare them off. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> it's too late. <laughs> Because the bullets went through Casper's ghost body and end up hitting Ferdy. No. And Casper starts mourning because he lost the only friend he ever had in his whole life. So sad. Casper returns to the cemetery and he buries Ferdy next to his own personal gravestone. And then he starts mourning some more. But then... He's overjoyed to find that Ferdy has returned as a ghost himself. Yay! Reunited, Casper and Ferdy live happily ever after. How cute. Isn't that fucking sick? That's that's a a kid's movie! (laughs) Children were tougher back then. That's like, did you ever watch Fox and the Hound? Yes. I used to watch that movie and cry. That movie's so sad. And and I was a child. Mm -hmm. And my parents were like, you want to watch Fox and the Hound? And I'm like, sure. <laughs> yes. They put it in. <laughs> like VHS, like, blow on it, put it in. He didn't blow on it. 
rewind, play. <laughs> That's what she did. My dad had the coolest VHS rewinder. Really? It was shaped like a Batmobile. Oh, my cousin had that. Yeah, and like the trunk part opened up and you would stick the tape in and then you close it and you go yeah and pop open so, so cool, cool. <laughs> jinx, jinx. <laughs> okay casper the friendly ghost has been a cartoon that has been around for generations now and has been fully enjoyed by many kids whether it's halloween or not the story of Casper has been something that kids have managed to find endearing and even entertaining throughout the years, yet it's never struck a lot of people that the ghost of a kid could be anything tragic, mostly because Casper was such a fun-loving and kind spirit that no one really thought about delving into his back, his back story. Aww. Second and last fun fact. Casper, the movie was the first feature film to have a CGI character as the lead role. Ooh. Isn't that cool? That is cool. And I know I haven't finished it yet, because I haven't seen it in a very long time, but I watched probably the first hour of it today, and it's actually really good. It was made in 1995, and the animation and everything, like the CGI, is really spot on, and like all the things that he... Like, he does this whole like cooking scene, uh-huh. and he like... He pours orange juice into his hands and catches the pulp in his ghost hand. Uh-huh. And the orange juice flows through his hand into a cup. And he throws the pulp against the wall. <laughs> I mean, it's just like... Well done. It's really well done. that And it, and you know they didn't have, like, super TVs to, or, like, uh, computers to do this stuff. Yeah. So, like, they... I don't know how they did it. That's crazy. I don't know how they did it. <laughs> really, really smart people did it. And I appreciate it. Thanks. Um, I had resources, uh, sources from four different websites that I'm going to post in our show notes. So All right. Not going to get into it. Okay. So That's this is very sad. Yeah. So I don't know. Like I said, I started researching the story because I really, really thought that this was based on a true story, but it's uh-huh. absolutely not. Yeah. But those are just some of the little tiny backstories about How him. How cute. So if you haven't, just go ahead and watch Casper. I haven't seen Casper Meets Wendy, which features Hilary Duff. No way. Yeah. Hey now. Hey, hey now. now. This, this is what girls are made of. <laughs> Did you say ghost? This is a ghost in my house. <laughs> I'm going to have to watch it. I wonder if it's on Disney+. Plus. Is that Disney? Ooh, it must be. Isn't she have... Disney property? I feel like she is owned by Disney. She is. Totally. So, maybe. Yeah, let's look for it. I'm going to look it up. Um. So, yeah, we're going to just put the um ad, like, right here. All right. Okay. <laughs> How was that? Was that, a, like, a really good ad? That was a really good ad. Are you, like, gonna start a podcast now? I think I'm gonna. What's it gonna be about? It's gonna be about dogs. How cute they are. Aww. And how sleepy they look. There's a podcast that I have not listened to, but I've heard about. It's called The Purrcast. Uh-huh. And it's this guy that interviews people about their cats. Aww. And that's all it is. That's so cute. Because <laughs> people love talking about their pets. Oh, yeah. They all have such personalities. I could talk about my girl all day. Yeah, you recently, today, sent me some pictures of Peach wearing a Wonder Woman costume. Yeah, isn't she precious? <laughs> She's so cute. Okay, so we're definitely going to have to post on our instant Graham some pictures of our pets wearing Halloween costumes. Yes, absolutely. This year because Fuji <gasps> is wearing a spider costume. Are you going to be a spooky spider? He is so asleep. He wants me to stop talking to him. He hasn't even flinched. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh. Nope. Precious boy. <laughs> He's so cute. He's so asleep. Oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to wake you up. Aww. Yeah, I got him a really really fun spider costume. It's so cute. Last year I got him one of those really fun hot dog costumes. (laughs) He hates it. It's way too, like, bulky. Yeah. 
So the spider one, I'm hoping he can wear a little bit longer, but once he gets uncomfortable, I'll take it off. Peach loves to wear stuff. Yeah, I think smaller dogs do. Yeah. They just like to be, like, coddled. Yeah. You know? He doesn't mind wearing, like, um, like bandanas and stuff, mm-hmm. but, like, big, bulky costumes, he's just not into it. Oh. He wears t-shirts. Yeah. Yeah, like, he looks cute dog t-shirts. t-shirts. Yeah, he does okay with that. But anything bigger than that, he's really not into. Buckley hates wearing clothes. Buckley hates anything on him, even a bandana. What about, does he wear a collar? Mm-mm. Wow. No. Does he go on walks? Not really. He's oh. old. Well, did he before? He used to. Did he wear a collar to walk? He would, walk? like, wear a collar to walk and then take it off. Mm. Yeah, we don't collar to walk. We do the harness. Because there was one time in Tennessee, he was in his collar, and he just slipped right out of it and ran off. Silly boy. And started barking at this greyhound next door, and this lady screamed bloody murder, and I ran, and I'm not a runner. Uh I ran and was like, (laughs) and saw this lady scream, and she's like, get your dog! And I was like, oh my god. (laughs) And like... You've met my dog. He's, he's a not, friendly boy. He's friendly. So, like, whatever. She's a drama queen. Drama queen in another state who I never have to see again. If you're listening to this, you're a drama queen. <laughs> what are the chances? <laughs> She's a new podcast. Oh, wow. I'm going to be one of the 13 people that listen to this. <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> so funny. This sounds familiar. Oh, wait. <laughs> wait, was that two, two, three years ago? Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> I, mean, I am not a drama queen. I do not scream bloody murder. Okay, tell me your story. You ready to hear my story? I'm ready. This one's called The Man Who Killed Halloween. Dun, dun, dun. Ronald Clark O'Brien was an optician and a deacon at the local church in Deer Park, Texas where he lived with his wife, Deneen, and two children, Timothy and Elizabeth. Is an optician an eye doctor? Yes. And a what? Deacon at a local church. What's a deacon? No idea, but it's a church thing. It, he's a church person. That's The so take a, from this is that he's a church guy. He's an eye doctor and a church guy. Yep. Okay. On Halloween 1974, Ronald took his two children trick-or-treating with two other kids in the neighborhood. And their dad. At one house, no one answered the door, and the kids were impatient, so they ran ahead. Ronald stayed behind, and the ki- the other kid's dad went with the kids. Why? So, why they just like ran ahead, and he's like, ooh, ooh. <laughs> <And> slowly. <laughs> okay. So he met up with the group again, and he had twenty-one inch pixie sticks, like those big ones. Yeah. That he said came from the house where no one answered. So he got candy from the house where no one was answering for the kids. Pixie sticks. Pixie sticks. The big ones. Mm-hmm. The ones that... I've heard of full-size candy bars. Yeah. I've even heard of soda cans. I've never heard of a ginormous <laughs> pixie stick. Those things... Are, you're talking about, like, the yard ones, right? The 21 inches? So, like... Yeah, those are big. Those are big. Those are really big. There's no way people give those out for Halloween. He had five of them. So he gave one to his kids each, and then one to the neighbor kids each. So that's four. And then he had the fifth one, which he gave to a boy that he recognized from church. So he saw a kid on the street. He was like, hey, you're here from church. You want a pixie stick? You want a pixie stick? You want a pixie stick, bro? When they returned home, Timothy wanted to eat some of his candy, of of course. And he chose the pixie stick. Because it's 21 inches. Because it's literally the height of him. Yeah, your mom says you can have one candy. Okay. <laughs> I'll take this 21 inch pixie stick. That is such bullshit. Did your mom ever do that to you? Tell yeah. you you could only eat a certain amount on Halloween? No, actually, I don't think so. My mom didn't either. Christine and I used to go out trick-or-treating. Uh-huh. And then we would go back to my house and we'd dump out both of our sacks, which were usually pillowcases. Uh-huh. Why is that a thing? I don't know. Did you do that? No, I always got a special bag. Oh. We always did pillowcases. Because <laughs> uh, that's that. But anyway, 
we would dump out our Halloween candy and then we'd start separating it because I like chocolate and she likes sour things Mm -hmm. and we'd start trading. So basically I got all the delicious Reese's and Hershey's and blah, blah, blah. And she got like Warheads and other sour shit that I don't like. (laughs) Anyway, it worked out perfectly. If we had one other friend like you in the mix, it just wouldn't have worked. I'm sorry. That's why I wasn't around back then. Apparently, because yeah, I think by the time you like you came into our friend group, we were too old, quote unquote, to go trick or treating. Uh huh. Were we? Not me. I can't remember whenever I stopped. To be honest, though, I don't think I ever stopped because whenever I turned sixteen, my nephew was born. Oh yeah. And then whenever he turned six, his sister was born. So like, I've always had a child. I've pretty much always gone trick-or-treating. Yeah. <laughs> Except for that one year that we don't talk about whenever I was in Tennessee. Boo. I hate that year. Boo! Um, yeah, so Timmy wanted a pixie stick. and But he complained that it tasted bitter. I'm out of wine. Oh, do you need to go to the <laughs> Do you need your fifth cup? <laughs> it's like totally empty. <laughs> yeah, I'll be right back. All right, we're back. She back. Guess what I did? What? I totally emptied the bladder. I think that's what it's called. Oh, yeah. The box. Uh, the bag in the box. Cleared out my bag in the box. Got um, a bag in the box. Anyway, you ready to hear about Timothy? Yes. It, wait, that's the dad? No. no he's the kid. a little boy. The kid that ate his Timmy weight ate his pixie stick. Ate his height. Yes. And pixie sticks. So, he ate it mm-hmm. and complained that it was bitter. So, Ronald gave his son some Kool-Aid to get rid of the taste. I don't know why that's important, but <laughs> that's what happened. But soon after, Timothy ran to the bathroom where he began to vomit and convulse. Oh. He died on the way to the hospital. <gasps> Wait, how old was Timothy? Timothy was... Did it say? I don't remember. A young child. He's a, a young child. A young child of the age that can go trick-or-treating. Yeah, a little so boy. S- sometime between infant and, like, 12. Yeah. <laughs> so any any of those times is bad. <laughs> I think he's, like, 7 God. or 8. He's little. Jeez. Anyway, his autopsy found that the cause of death was potassium cyanide. Whoa. Is cyanide the one that smells like almonds? Burnt I almonds? don't know. I've never heard that. Yeah, I think it's like a thing that like 10%, like 1 out of 10 people can smell cyanide. That's crazy. And it smells like burnt almonds. I wonder if I could smell it. I don't know. Where would you even get it? We'll find out. So, Timothy, Timothy's death from poisoned Halloween candy brought fear to the community. Many parents brought their kids' candy to police. So, they would, like... Check it. Yeah, or just take it. <laughs> the police were able to recover four of the five pixie sticks. But get this. Okay. The last one. They called the parents. They are like, hey, your kid got this pixie stick. I think this is the church boy. Okay. And they looked at his candy and they couldn't find it, so they panic and they run upstairs. Uh-huh. He's asleep on his bed holding the last pixie stick because he couldn't open it. Oh. He fell asleep because he couldn't open it. <sighs> How scary would that be? Jesus. It was found that the pixie sticks had enough potassium cyanide to kill four to five adults. <gasps> initially, initial, <laughs> initially... <laughs> Initially, Ronald told police that he couldn't remember which house gave the pixie sticks. And the police find this hard to believe because they had only gone on two streets. Yeah. Because it was raining that night. So, question. Yes. So the police are smart enough to, like, presume that the pixie sticks are the issue. Yeah. So they believe this Ronald guy that there was only five? Yeah. And then they were, like, searching for the five. That's, like, a good point. Yeah. Okay. Continue. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so the police find it hard to believe because they had only gone on two streets. Okay. And they became suspicious when they found out that none of the houses had been giving out pixie sticks. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. Like, he's like, oh, I got these five. 
But if it was from a house that was giving out pixie sticks that are yard long pixie sticks, like more people than five would have them. Well, he claimed that the man who gave them to him just opened the door a crack, gave him five pixie sticks. <laughs> and he claimed that the arm was hairy. So that's all he's got. Like, I don't know. Hairy arm gave them to me. So, like, aren't all arms hairy? Yeah. Even a little bit. Could have been anybody. Can I tell you, like, a really gross story about body hair? Yeah. (laughs) Okay. So this one time, I went, oh, Bougie (laughs) did not like that story. He's like, no, bitch, don't tell it. So before I got married, I went out on a lot of online internet dates. Uh As you do. And this one guy that I had met online, uh, I don't remember his name, but he was this, like, tallish, lanky guy that wore, like, a suit, Mm -hmm. and he was, he worked at PPCC. I think he was a teacher, and I had, like, I was, like, in PP, I was in, no, I was in regular college not community college, but I had, like, just graduated. Uh-huh. So that was really weird to be, like, a student dating, date, date, one date, <laughs> date, singular, a teacher. Isn't mm-hmm. that weird? Yeah. So anyway, I went on a date with a teacher. Anyway, he wore this suit that was, like, way too big for him because he was very, very tiny in it. Uh-huh. Anyway, we had dinner. We went back to his apartment and he was like, do you want to, like, watch TV and, like, hang out on the couch? And I was like, sure. He bought me dinner. So I was like, the least I got to do is at least kiss this guy, right? Uh-huh. The, the very least I got to do, <laughs> right? So he takes off his suit or whatever. And he's wearing, in his button-down shirt. And he's wearing, like, one of those wife beaters that you wear underneath suits. Uh-huh. So his bare arms are exposed. <laughs> And he was the hairiest, and it wasn't even thick hair. It, it was like this long, like scraggly Ew. hair across his whole body. <laughs> okay, and then he like sits down in front of me on the couch. So he's like on the floor, and he like wraps his arms around me, and he goes to like make out with me. Mm-hmm. So he kisses me, and I was like not into this. So I like break away. And then he puts his head, like, to the side to, like, kiss my neck or something. Mm -hmm. But his shoulder and neck area was, like, in my face. (laughs) And he had, like, four-inch long shoulder hair. Oh, my God. That, like, got in my mouth. And I was like, "Mm, okay, I'm done. (laughs) I was like, oh, wow, what? Oh, wow, look at the time. (laughs) I just really have to go, like, feed my cat. Bye. (laughs) So anyway, arm hair. (laughs) (sighs) Tangent. Anyway. Anyway. This house that he was claiming gave him the pixie sticks was owned by a man named Courtney Melvin. And Courtney claims that he had been at work and didn't return home until after 11 p.m. 200 people were able to confirm that he was at work. Where did he work? 200? He's, like, at an airport, I think. Also, Courtney's, like, a, a fun name for a guy. Isn't it? I, don't, I love it. You I could don't... have two sons and name them Courtney and Ashley. Wait, what? You could name your sons Courtney and Ashley. Ashley the boy? Yeah. I've never heard of an Ashley boy. That's the, it's originally a boy's name. I didn't know that. It is. But Courtney, I've never met a boy Courtney either. either. That's so cool. Um, in their investigation, police learned that Ronald was over, was in over a hundred thousand dollars in debt, which in 2019 is equivalent to $520,000. He had a history of being unable to hold a job. And they discovered that he had taken out $10,000, equivalent to 51842 in life insurance policies on his children in the months before Tim- Timothy's death. No. Now, in the days before Timothy's death, Ronald had taken out another $20,000 policy on each child. Oh, my God. Isn't that crazy? The various policies totaled approximately $60,000. 
that's it. Yeah. Like, I'm not a parent. Yeah. Okay. But I'm a parent to pets, right? Mm-hmm. And if there was such a thing, because I don't, I don't have children, but if there was such a thing to, like, put out a life insurance policy on your pet, mm-hmm. there's not a realm, no matter what amount of money, even if it was, like, literally a million dollars, that was, like, if you kill your dog, you'll get a million dollars. Could you, it. could you do it? Never. That is so fucked up. That yeah. is so fucked up. And considering that his debt was so high, $60,000 is nothing. Isn't that much? Yeah. yeah. If he had over 500, you said 500,000, right? 520,000. And he's getting, what is that? Maybe 12%? Yeah. I'm going to kill my I'm gonna kid. kill my boy. For 12%. Of my debt. So get this. Okay. They learned that Ronald, I put the last name in there, I couldn't remember his first name. (laughs) Ronald had visited a chemical supply store in Houston to buy cyanide shortly before Halloween, but he left without purchasing anything after learning the smallest amount available to purchase was five pounds. Five pounds? Yeah, he's like, oh, it's too much for me, I only need a little. So police began to suspect that Ronald killed his son. So wait. Obviously. You can just buy cyanide. I guess. It's <laughs> a normal thing. <laughs> For what reason, other than killing people, is there a use? I don't know. Science, for, I guess. For cyanide. So police theorized that Ronald had laced the candies with poison in an effort to kill his children to collect the life insurance policies, obviously. So what was the reason to give it to the other children? They believe he gave the other children candy in an effort to cover up his crime. Mm. So he thought if other kids got poisoned, then couldn't be me. Okay, so if this is one of those yard long, right, this long? Uh Uh-huh. How is he carrying that around? I don't know. That's, like, way too big to carry in, like, your... Maybe he had it in his pant leg. Pant leg, and he was like, you guys go ahead, and he, like, dug it out of his pant leg. Yeah. That's so weird. Who knows? That is so dedicated and creepy. It really is. So, the other children never consumed the candy. Police repeatedly questioned him, but he maintained his innocence. So, okay, sorry. You said he had two kids, right? Yeah. The second one never died? No. Why wouldn't he? If he was committed to this, why wouldn't he have his second kid also? I guess he didn't want to be like, hey, eat this pixie stick, little girl. Like, (laughs) Timmy wanted it. Timothy was like, hey, I want this, please. Then why didn't he, like, convince his daughter to also... No idea. You know, to get, like, double yeah. life insurance. Like, if you're no gonna idea. kill your kids... Might as well kill both of you them. You might as well kill both of them. Like, if you're already committed to, like, potentially killing five children, why not? Might as well. You know? The police never discovered when or where Ronald bought the poison, but he was arrested for Timothy's murder on November 5th. Wow. He was charged with one count of capital murder and four counts of attempted murder. Okay, wait. November 5th? Yeah. That's quick. Yeah, it's pretty quick. Okay, okay, (laughs) okay. Ronald entered the plea of not guilty to all five counts. On March 31st, 1984, shortly after midnight, Ronald was executed by lethal injection. Despite the many urban legends, there are no documented instances, instances of strangers poisoning Halloween candy. Never happened. Wait. <laughs> Hang on. <laughs> Back up. Okay. He got executed? Yeah. The, that same year? No. Oh, wait. What year was it? It happened in 1974. He got executed in 84. Oh, okay. Sorry. <laughs> I was like, wow, that was fast. But the end, to me, is the craziest part, because I remember bunch of stories about kids getting poisoned by strangers but it never ever happened i mean the the stories that i've heard weren't really stories they were like check your candy and it was like it showed like a caramel apple with like a, a razor, razor blade yeah. <laughs> and like ecstasy in your m&ms or something yeah. and i'm like anybody 
who's ever purchased ecstasy knows <laughs> that they would not waste it, <laughs> Give it to on Halloween candy. Yeah. Exactly. Like, what is the purpose of, like, drugging a child? I'm going to get this child high and I'm not even going to see it happen. Yeah, you're not even going to see it. The only reason that I can think of for, like, drugging a child to d- drug them uh-huh. is some, like, really gross pedophile thing. Yeah. So, like, to give a drug to a child and not even know who they are, when they're going to take it, and not even be there, yeah, doesn't make sense. It makes no sense. And then to kill your child with cyanide in this specific instance uh, is only for, obviously, life insurance. Yeah. Crazy. I didn't even know you could get life insurance on children, like yeah. young children. I guess for your grieving process. So, like, if I had a baby, like, could I get life insurance on a baby that hasn't been born yet? I doubt it. Who knows? So, if it's, like, a day old and I was like, one million dollars <laughs> and it died of, like, SIDS, would I get that? I don't know. No idea. That's what I'm worried about, because, like, if I have a kid and it dies in literally any fashion before I die, I don't think I could handle that. Yeah, really. I can't even think about my pets dying. I've had the same three pets (laughs) (laughs) since my adult life. My cats are ten. My dog is five. And the idea of any three of my pets dying, like makes me want to just commit myself yeah it's too sad it's too sad so like imagine losing a human baby a human yeah that's so fucked up it really is and if i'm like a normal person like i just can't imagine being willing to kill kill your kid really most people would do anything to save their kids to save their kids not kill them for sixty thousand dollars and the fact that he made five of them to just hand them out to other children kill other people's kids he was just totally willing to kill five children yeah and he's a deacon at a church come on sir god would not like that god would not like that but like how many fucked up things happen in churches a lot very I many. Personally, wouldn't know, <laughs> but I've heard a lot of stories. Oh yeah, like about like altar boys and stuff. Pretty sad. That would be a fun thing to cover. No, that would not be fun at all. I meant that facetiously. <laughs> <laughs> that would be quote unquote fun. Wink. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what about that? Yeah, that's better. <laughs> That would be interesting, though. That would be. That's like the whole Boy Scouts thing yeah. that recently happened. That's so sad. We could cover that, too. We could. I mean, if you want to talk about child molestation and just I don't, really but sad you can. Things. Do you want me to tell you about child molestation? <laughs> sure, no? go ahead. And just make it into a lot of syllables. Molest- child molestation. Should be laughing about that. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I drink so much wine. <laughs> it's not funny. Child molestation is it's not, not funny. funny. <laughs> Don't laugh at it. Anyway. Anyway. That got really sad and depressing. <laughs> so sorry. Um, do you have sources? Um, no. W- Wikipedia? Mostly Wikipedia. Alright, we love Wikipedia. Love it. Alright, well, uh, hope you guys are enjoying your Halloween. Have fun. Happy spooky Halloween. And do not eat any pixie sticks if you don't know where they came from. Just, like, every single pixie stick you get, just, like, throw it in the trash. Yeah, that's probably cyanide. Yeah, because, like, whatever. And, like, try to smell everything if you smell burnt almonds. I'm pretty sure that's the statistic, 1 in 10. Are you going to look it up on Siri? Yeah. Hey, Siri. What does potassium cyanide smell like? Just a moment. Okay. I found this bitter on the almond what smell. What does potassium cyanide smell like? Check it out. Okay. I'll check bitter. it out. So not burnt. I was wrong. Not everyone can detect this odor. Does it say the percentage? No. Oh. I thought it was 1 in 10, but it might be less than that. It's probably more uncommon than 1 in 10. 
That'd be wild. It though. says one in ten. <gasps> Does it really? One in ten can't smell it. Wait, can't? Yeah. So nine in ten can? Yeah. Wait, that's a lot. <laughs> I know. Interesting. Wow. That's <laughs> way that's so almost everybody. Yeah. So go ahead and just smell your candy. Smell your candy. If it smells like almonds, throw it out. Unless it's an almond joy, in which case eat it. <laughs> in which case But throw be it, careful. Throw it out anyway. Yeah. Just throw it out. <laughs> you know what? You are an adult. If you're listening to this, you are an adult and you could go buy yourself some candy. Yeah. Don't poison it. If you want an almond joy, just go buy a fucking almond joy. Don't take it from a stranger's house. Jesus Christ. Really? All right, so enjoy your Halloween. Have fun out there. And um, please don't try to get a bidet by a communal bathtub. Yeah, really. Because, like, that's not a good idea. And um, find us on social media. <laughs> uh, we're Unholy Gossip Girls on Facebook and, and Instagram. We're at Girls Unholy on Twitter. And you can email us at Girls Unholy. Wait, nope. At unholygossipgirls <laughs> at gmail.com. And you can also listen to our other podcast, uh, Futurama Rewatch podcast called Bachelorette Chow. Yeah. Anyway, we hope you guys have a wonderful Halloween. Stay spooky. Stay spooky. We'll see you literally tomorrow. Will we? With a bonus episode. All right. <laughs> Don't worry, we that. already recorded it. <laughs> I was like, what? We only did one. Alright, we'll see you guys next time. Bye! Bye!